So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, got one here on Instagram, Terry.Garza on Instagram says, congrats, all things Pat Hyben. By the way, my Instagram, my IG is all things Pat Hyben. Congrats, at all things Pat Hyben. I started listening to your podcast while studying for my real estate license. Love, love, love your podcast. I tell people about it because it's that good. Keep up the great work. We all want the meat and potatoes. And Terry.Garza was referring to a, um, a post that was posted on Lab Coat Agents, which was uh, the top five uh, real estate podcasts of 2017. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first. And then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Okay, Rockstar Nation, man, I got a super duper 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 duo. Hey, Pat. <laughs> Returning hey, Pat. Uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. You're hey, right. these guys were episode 27. Now we're like 627. So 600 episodes ago, they came on. They're one of my first guests. I, I can't even imagine the equipment I was using or I was probably doing everything myself. Uh, then they came on about halfway through, three three twenty seven actually. You like twenty? No, wow. three seventy one. And uh, now they're back again. So um, you know, without and and the cool thing about what I love talking to these guys about is every time I talk to them, they they have more agents and they're selling more houses. So they're obviously doing something right. And I'm always amazed at the growth here. So you know, without further ado, let's jump right down into the nitty gritty. Guys, Easy Sales Team, welcome back. Great. Well, since Great. We thank you, Pat. We're now the Easy Referral Network because we have offices all over the state. Um, <laughs> we expanded into different cities, and we're now the Easy Referral Network. So we're excited about that. That's how we're doing our growth these days. That's great, guys. So I got Mike Z and Greg E, Mike Zinicola, and Greg Erlinger, and uh, they they are kicking butt, and they operate as a full force partnership. So, uh, but what, guys, why don't, in case anyone didn't hear, like the episodes from four years ago and the one from two years ago, well, why don't you kind of give everybody a little rundown on who you are so they get to know you better, Greg? Okay. Uh, well, we we uh, let's see. We we uh, created the originally the Easy Sales team, and we created that back in two thousand and eight. So we're actually at our ten year anniversary uh, from Mike and I deciding. 
to to partner up and and uh, we'd heard once to hire your weakness and Mike and I complement each other very very well so we uh, we uh, you know we the thing that I love to do Mike doesn't like to do and the thing that Mike likes to do I don't like to do and so and 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 we're very very good at at our role basic division of labor is what we created in this team and for the last ten years. Um, you know, we, we've evolved from, uh, again, just one city in Cleveland, Ohio. Now we're in um, Cincinnati, Columbus, and uh, we can do Toledo, Dayton, Akron, Canton. So basically the state of Ohio is covered by now the Easy Referral Network, which is five different offices. That's the shortest synopsis of uh, where we came from and where we are that I can give you. <laughs> so in, our, in our first year, we did about $23 million in business. And this past year, we did... 1,020 houses for 192 million. Wow. It's been the growth of our team and it's been adding on great agents and giving agents a great compensation split so that they can stay on our team. It's my, one of my favorite stats is of the first eight people who were on our team 10 years ago, six of them are still with us. And so um, we think we put a good platform together for people to we, we tell people the Easy Referral Network is simply a platform in which they can build their independent businesses off of, and we believe that that's the right approach to build a mega team. So why would you change the name from team to referral network? So that, that kind of goes into the marketing. The state of Ohio is one of the five, uh, one of the five states that have a prominence law, which is um, you know, all about the broker as opposed to, you know, agents. So, um, you need to have the logo and the state of Ohio had said that, you know, calling ourselves in all the different, um, cities, a different name or, or calling ourselves easy sales team in all the different cities was quote confusing to the consumer. So as you grow large teams and, and large things, you come up with, um, uh, challenges that you have to overcome. And instead of, you know, kind of moving away from this challenge, we leaned into it and uh, it's actually worked out very, very well. We're now called the Easy Referral Network so that in each city, so like we're called the Preferred Ohio Sales Team, the Capital Ohio Sales Team, the Select Ohio Sales Team, and the Easy Sales Teams in Cleveland. So all of us, it's all part of the Easy Referral Network, and that makes the state of Ohio happy uh, because now we're not confusing the consumer. I think um, a lot of our competitors had their hand in that. They were, uh, as we continue to grow, there's a lot of pushback that we have to fight through. And, um, and that's okay. You know, we just accept that and we want to make sure that the consumers aren't confused. I'm not saying that was an illegitimate concern, but the state of Ohio has their rules and regulations and we want to make sure we abide by them at all times. So, um, this was something that satisfied them and actually works out very well for us because instead of having one easy sales team, we're now looking at creating five easy sales teams with, you know, different names, different brands, different team leaders, and uh, really fascinating. And it, it's growing, it's successful and it, it's, uh, it's all the same culture and all the same DNA in each one of those uh, offices. Because our approach, go ahead. Go ahead. John, go. Expansion is is to go deep in each expansion office, not to open up a bunch and have two to ten people in it. We want to have five offices with a hundred people apiece, and that's that. That's the growth to go deep in each city. Um, and we love the fact that all of our expansion offices are in driving distance, which is where Greg is right now. He's driving down to Cincinnati and, uh, and we, we believe that we can, we can have a, we can build our culture the same because we're present in each office. And so that's, that's, that's been our approach to expansion. Amazing. So I guess the question, the several questions, right? First of all, how do you do it, right? How do you build a 20 person office 45 minutes away 
and maintain it, right? And and it, you know, like you said, have have retention. It's all about right, and and a bit leverage. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say leverage. I think is really important, and and not just leveraging. I think everybody looks at leveraging downward. I think they say, okay, well, if I'm a team leader, I can get. Um, you know, we don't do buyer agents and listing specialists and stuff. We just have agents. But um, I know that the basic model is I'm a team leader. Let me leverage other people to run my buyers. Let me leverage other people to do my listings, et cetera. But a lot of times they forget to leverage uh, north or upward, meaning leverage your brokerage. You know, our brokerage allows us to uh, utilize their staff, utilize their conference room, utilize any office we want anywhere. And it's, it's pretty quick and easy to find out that we're Keller Williams. Um, you know, they have offices everywhere. We can walk, literally walk into any of those and set up shop. We get a team leader. We add a couple folks and uh, we're leveraging the brokerage. Yes, we pay them money just like anybody does to any brokerage. Um, but the value's there and paying attention to that value. Is it worth the money we pay uh, for the advantage that we get in the marketplace? Absolutely. So um, the one thing is to leverage, leverage your brokerage and, and help you do this. If they can't help you do this, you know, then you got to assess your value proposition that you have with your brokerage. Are they giving you the value that you're paying for? Um, for in our case, it's working out very well. So I think that's, you, you got to start with a platform that allows you to do the expansion. If that answers the question more succinctly. Yeah. There's, there's one other aspect of this that I think is very important. So our value proposition isn't 80% leads. Our value proposition is you come to us and we're not only going to have leads for you, but we're going to teach you how to be a great realtor and you run through our system and you have our administrative staff to, to, to take care of a lot of the things that allows you to just do the client facing activities. And you have Greg who has an amazing marketing plan that just automatically happens for your listings. And, and I have the back end. Uh, I, I, used, I was a former attorney and not a problem solve. I'm the problem solver on the team. So you, so you get that experience. It's more than just leads that creates a system. So other, if other people are just having leads and that's their only value, the moment somebody can get their own leads, they're going to do it themselves. So, so we, we put together something that has value on a lot of different fronts so that a, a person can build their individual uh, business on our platform and we compensate them probably a little bit more than other teams compensate them so that they never have to make a decision once they start doing 10 million. Hey, I love you guys, but you're too expensive. I can't afford you. We don't have that. We don't have that problem with our, with, with, with our compensation program. So, you know, okay. So what is your compensation program? It's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, uh, you can cap on our team. Let's put it that way. You can. So, cap. Okay. So, so first of all, you're, 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 you're Keller Williams, right? You're, we're Keller Williams. Okay. And I'm not mean capping to the office. You cap to the team. Okay, so, so, okay, so describe it because, you know, a lot of our listeners are various companies from all around the world, 83 countries now. Um, so nice. dumb it down for me. Yeah. All right. So on, on your own personal deals, you start out at 65% on those deals, 65-35, which is high to begin with. Then – as you grow, move up in your system, after $3 million, you get to 75%. And the next million, you get to 85 95 And after $6 million, you're paying me two fifty dollars a deal. And you're moving forward pretty much at 100%. You're pretty much paying for my expenses. 
As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. You have to pay the broker, or who pays the broker? Well, now, now the, the broker's caps are are the, the broker's caps are paid by the agent, and actually, that's this gets more complicated. But yeah, it's okay. That that while they're capping to the office, they actually get seventy eight percent, so that um, so that they're getting through that cap as quick as possible. In the end, in the end, they're they're paying us about forty somewhere between forty and forty two thousand dollars. Uh, if they get to their their cap, and so they can look back and see the value of the forty two thousand bucks. So, what we want is every agent to get there, because we make a lot of money if that's the case. So let's say that let's say that I get one hundred and two agents making paying forty two thousand dollars to us. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's that's four point two million. It, right, right. So I'm okay with that because. And this is something, you know, do you know how much money we pay Zillow and Realtor.com and, and the rest? Zero. Because we're teaching our agents how to be good realtors. So and on our team, 85% of the deals come from agent-created leads. I don't think many teams can say that. Yeah. So you're basically giving them a, a high-intensity training and accountability platform. Correct. That's right. And, right. and, and a support, and a support structure. Uh, that's right. And a centralized support structure. So you've got seven full-time administrators that work out of a centralized hub. And so, you know, for example, we have 16 agents currently in Cincinnati, Ohio. Those 16 agents, we don't have one administrator that we pay for down there because they leverage the seven administrators we have out of the corporate headquarters. So it's very similar to corporate America. You know, when you start looking at your business as, a, as like you're a business owner instead of just a realtor or flip, like sells a house here or there, like I think a lot of people look at real estate like Uber or something, like a side hustle. You mm. know, when you can flip that, start to look at yourself as a business owner and say, okay, I run a corporation, then it makes more sense. What we're doing is essentially franchising something that we already know is, has worked. That's how we've basically dominated the Northeast Ohio real estate market. Well, it's the same, it's the same platform that will now help us dominate the entire state of Ohio and it's already working. Um, but it, we're looking at it from a business standpoint, you open up, you know, just a Starbucks and that in a, in a town that doesn't have one, it's probably going to work, right? Why is it going to work? Because of the systems that have already been in place because the centralized hub, it's, it's the expenses are covered because, you know, we might not make money out of one city in the first year or two, 
but because we're making so much money out of the central hub, we can finance that and have it as a lost leader until we get to that point where it starts to turn a profit. So it's, what does the central business. hub do? Are they contract to close? Or what, like, what, what exactly do they do? So uh, Yeah, contract to close, a listing. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, uh, so our, our listing team does all the listings, puts all the marketing in place, creates the flyers, do, does everything we need to do. Um, Greg has a system of where everything goes online, and, and that's all handled here. So you fill out the, the listing input sheet, you hand it to the people, you move on with life. Um, if, you, if you want uh, the stager or the 3D or the, um, or the drone, you simply check a box and it just happens. Like the, the agent doesn't even get involved in all that. So they take care of all the administrative stuff there. Then we have the contract to close team. We also have people who do social media for us. Um, and so that's what the administrators do. And then they have Greg and I and our little departments that also, uh, that also, not little, they have that help with every other aspect of the, uh, of the transaction. And then if you're a newer agent, we have um, uh, coaches on the team who help the new agents with all the beginning stuff that we don't really, that. that and, and, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but, and those coaches are, again, just a parallel with corporate America. What would they be? Those are just basic. Those are mid, like, like little um, middle managers. So we have over a hundred agents on the easy referral network at this point. Well, Mike and I cannot talk to each one individually and train them and coach them um, in a deep, meaningful way. However, we have coaches, and all the coaches have had to have sold at least a minimum of $5 million or been, and they all have, but uh, beyond that, they've also been very, very successful um, in whatever industry they came from. So th these managers that we have are really like the elite, and, and then those are the folks that are making the new agents. Uh, they expedite their learning curve. They get them going a lot faster, creating wealth faster for themselves, and when that happens, we all win. So that's, that's our basic processes that we have. We, yeah, that's great. Do, so, so the question that I think a lot of people are asking driving down the road right now is, so, so what is your profit margin on this? About, about 18, 20%. So 800 grand and you guys are, you know, you split that 50, 50, 400,000 each. Yeah. But then there's also other income sources. Like there's, what? Like, uh, joint ventures with, with uh, vendors, um, title company joint ventures. Uh, there's, uh, we happen to be investors in the office as well. Um, we've used some of our money to buy real estate. Um, we have uh, profit, you know, obviously Keller, I'm not going to be remiss in leaving out Keller Williams profit share. I mean, we make good money there because as you grow a team, you're bringing on people to your team. And they, of course, join Keller and Keller shares profits. So that's, that's been lucrative as well. Yeah. And right. then if they leave, you know what happened to me? I had a huge team and I have people that have left, you know, that left the team, right? Pretty much mm -hmm. majority yep. of them at one point and, um, you know, started their own teams. And so the cool thing is you still make money from them, even if they do leave. Right. Absolutely. Right. We have people in Las Vegas, Beverly Hills, they're on our downline of uh, Florida. It's because they, yeah, they, they either moved, their husband, spouse moved or so, yeah, I mean, like they had to go and, and, but they stayed at Keller Williams, joined a different team, recruited some people. Yeah, it's, it's uh, again, these, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, multiple streams of income concept is huge. Mike and I have gone so far as now we've, we followed the McKissicks, which I, I believe you have them um, somewhere in your, in your uh, uh, podcast, but they, um, 
yeah, where we're following their lead as far as, uh, you know, our company needs to start investing in some real estate itself. So we just bought uh, our first condo uh, to cash flow property, and, and uh, we hope to acquire more of those. Again, just finding multiple nice. streams of income because we look at ourselves, again, as a business, a profit-generating business, not just, hi, I'm a realtor, I sell houses. Well, you know, this is great. I mean, you really are looking at it from a corporate standpoint because, you know, like I, I just had a conversation uh, with Jeff Cohn, uh, who's with Berkshire Hathaway, and, you, you know, about uh, the big picture of things. And we were talking about Russell Rhodes and how he left Keller Williams and he went, I, he went to Prudential, right? I thought he went to Berkshire. I don't Berkshire. know. Maybe yeah, I think maybe he did go to Berkshire. But okay. anyways, so the deal was $4 bucks, right? And so I said, why, why would, um, you know, they be willing to pay $4 million as a signing bonus to an agent? And, and from what, you know, the chatter is, and that's just what it is, chatter, but, but it was, was that, you know, he committed, I got to get him on to ask him, but um, to, you know, use title, mortgage, all that stuff for X amount of years. Um, so it's, it was really a big picture sort of thing, you know, commit to a certain split for X amount of years is of, of retaining the, you know, so many different aspects, so many different streams of income for an agent rather than just a commission and looking right. at just a commission is short-sighted. And I think that's what you're seeing, right? Is it looking at Once just you- commission is short-sighted. How can I make money on termite and how can I make money on title and mortgage and, and so once you service. once you have a market share to that you are controlling once you have that market share there all those other things fall into place Greg and I always said that once we become number one in the state or, or uh, 15th in the country once we be, once we get to those levels there's going to be something that happens we don't even know what it is and what it is is joint venture abilities because I think title people probably laugh at realtors all the time because there's a lot of money in that that no one knows about. <laughs> and well, now- and the, mor- the mortgage, the insurance, everything. If you look at any small brokerage, they're probably going to have an in-house title mortgage insurance. Those are the big three. So um, that's, there's, like Mike said, there's a lot of money in that. And, um, you know, keep your mind open to all the opportunities. Don't just, don't just, you know, I think a lot of times and brokerages, many different types will try to keep you in, in their channel and not have you kind of pick, pop your head up and look around. Those just stay there. We'll tell you what to do. Um, go, you know, sell a house. Don't ask me about your split. Just, you just keep doing things the way I tell you to, and it'll be just fine. Don't listen to any outside source, which is why we love you, Pat, because you offer so many types of uh, stories that people can listen to outside of what their one broker is telling them. Yeah. No, this is great. It, it reminds me of, of, you know, when I first got into business, I'm dating myself, 1987. Hmm. You know, the company I with was with was a very small company called Grempler Realty, but the, the, it was owned by a woman, Mary Bell Grempler, and it was like 12 offices. And but But she had it figured out in that – it was probably very much like easy. I mean, it was, um, she had about 12 offices and there were like 20 agents per office. And she had it figured out in that she had an insurance company called Grempler Insurance. And she had a termite company called Atlas Termite. And she had all these companies. And I think that she was way ahead of her time with this yeah. stuff. 
way ahead of yeah. our time. But it's essentially what you guys are doing. Like you could take a guy who does termite inspections and say, listen, how'd you like to be your own boss? I got a thousand transactions a year and you, know, you might have to drive an hour. Uh, you know, you might have to spend half your day driving and the other half doing termites, but we'll help you organize it, keep your books and all that, and we'll come up with a 50-50 profit share or something. He's going to be like, well, cool, yeah. you know, job security. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 Yeah, and, and the only caveat to that is you, you know, Mike and I have spent a lot of money on attorneys this year. You can't do any of this without making sure you're RESPA compliant and, you know, the CFPB is going to give you a pat on the back for what you're doing as opposed to a, a cross stare. So um, in, in all of these situations, I would hate for people to listen to this podcast, run out and try to do something and find out that it's not RESPA compliant or something to that effect. I mean, you have to you have to save up money to hire the appropriate counsel to guide you in an appropriate manner so that you are doing things above board. Um, and, and it doesn't matter if you didn't mean to do something wrong. You do it wrong, right. you're in trouble. Yeah, and <laughs> so, then they'll make a mockery of you too. Yeah, There's too much at risk Yeah, because we have this business. There's too much at risk to be playing around with any of, the, any of this. So, so the, key, the key is to get a, not, not just an attorney, guys. To get an attorney that has experience with RESPA. exactly yeah you could just type uh, in yeah. respa attorney and your state right i mean you want yeah. someone who gets it that goes uh, to the conferences in washington dc that respa puts on and things like that our attorney is the former yeah. executive director of the ohio department of insurance <laughs> boom that's, that's who our guy is so because um, because we want to make sure that everything is done right so so there are a lot of other other ways to make money, but, and, and you asked me about what our, our net, our percentage profit is. Yeah. My guess is other people who do $5 million of business, uh, $5 million of GCI are making, maybe making a bigger percentage of that, or at least everybody claims that. Well, that's, that's why I call it ego commission income. And, and some do, some don't. You'd be shocked. A lot of people really don't know. So they just make something up. Um, I think that 18% is, is realistic for what you guys are doing and what you're building and your retention. And I really think you got the big picture figured out. Um, I think that, uh, 18%, if you look at it compared to a builder or you look at it compared to a 7-Eleven store or, uh, 
you know, Quizno right. sub shop or anything like that is massive profit margin. It's all perspective. The other thing, Pat, is I would rather make 18% of 5 million than, than 30% of two and a half million. Right. And, and we've been able to offer our team a great compensation so that they don't leave us. And we, we, I know it's, a, it's an old overused word, but we really do come from abundance. There's a lot of things we do that we think about it in terms of not on making the most money out of any one deal, but making the most amount of deals. If you do 1,020 houses, you're going to make $1.50. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so all of our, we always come from abundance in terms of how we do things. And, um, and that includes paying our agents money so that they don't have to say, I can't stay here anymore. I got my own leads. I'm making my own leads and I'm getting no other value here. So I'm leaving. And they don't care. You know, an agent won't come to you and say, um, oh, you know, I know you're making money off the title work, so I'm going to leave. But they will come to you and say, you know, ABC Realty will do this for four ninety five a transaction and 10% off the top. Right. You know what I mean? They, they will leave for split, but they right. won't. They're not going to ever leave because you're making a, a couple bucks on the side from this company and, and a JV with this company. Well, you know, matter of fact, you're helping them because you're giving them interesting a referral. When we recruit, I tell people at the recruiting, if all you're interested in split, there's a company in town, I won't mention the name, but there's a company in town where you can get, you pay 250 a deal from deal one. It's the best split in town. You're never getting a $500,000 listing from that company because they have no, they have no market oh, presence. Yeah, right. And you're never going to get the extra deals, but you could only pay 250 and you're going to get no value and there's not going to be any marketing associated with it, but that's your best split. So you have to make your decision. You, split is one piece of the analysis and the agents who say split isn't anything is just as wrong. Split is a consideration, but it's simply one as it relates to the value that you're getting for, for being on the team or the office. And it's just part of the analysis. It's not the only analysis, and people make a mistake about that. I, yeah. There's all, no. you know, there's all these companies. There's all these companies that are now in the cloud, and they're saying, you know, they can pay people more money because they're in the cloud. Right. Sure. Well, well, I would suggest that being in the cloud is a challenge, not an advantage. Okay. So but tell me why. Here's why. Now, obviously, you're talking about EXP and... and I'm talking about a bunch of them, and I don't want to use a specific name. Yeah, I mean, no, that's all right. I like specifics on this show, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel so, my argument is, is that all right, they, they say being in the cloud is the best thing because you don't need an office. And I would suggest to you that when I go to a $700,000 listing, which is a high-end listing in, in Northeast Ohio, people want to feel like you're, you have a presence. Because if I know I'm up against a guy who's in the cloud, one of the things I'm going to say, oh, I'm up against Pete. Yeah, he belongs to that company. They don't really have an office in town. I don't really know where he works out of. I bet you I get the listing. If we're, if we're even, I'm getting that listing. Because I have a presence in the town. They know us. This is their biggest asset. This whole notion that some company is going to be the next Amazon of real estate suggest that those people have no idea what it means to sell a house. You cannot sell real estate like you sell a pair of shoes. Mm. You have to walk in. You have to be there. You have to be present. 
you have to make the people feel comfortable that you're a, you have some gravitas in the industry to get to these levels. And this whole thing about, I'm going to do everything on the net and this is going to go the way of selling, selling right. Right. is, is, doesn't reflect the reality. Everyone's worried about everything it, going to the cloud. People, it's not good. It's this is a different product. You can't commoditize this product. Well, it's, a, it's, it's a service. It's not a product. It's a service. And and it's like saying I'm going to go online to uh, be a concierge at the front desk of something. Like we'll go online to our online concierge or something that effect. What we do is a service. It's not shoes. It's not we're at Zappos.com, right? We're we're a service. And actually, this is good for anybody who's brand new to the industry or they have a large team. Everything that you do when you get your real estate license, the first thing you need to do is say, what's in it for the homeowner? Go all the way back to that. When I started at Keller, for example, I saw this guy, Pat Hyman, and he had these really cool things. Like he would, uh, his focus was what was the value he was giving to the homeowner? That, just fascinating. Like, um, uh, like, like, uh, yeah, Bruce Hardy has an amazing, like, um, uh, like booklet uh, buyer guides and things like that. That's all value. That's all personal relationships with the homeowner. If, if you forget about the homeowner, your business will be forgotten about. You have to stay focused on the value to the homeowner. And that's what Mike and I and the Easy Referral Network has done from day one. We continue to do it. The minute you try to shortcut it and shortchange it, or you know, if you, if you jump to a brokerage, I mean, the, the thing I would ask is whatever your brokerage is saying, just ask them what's in it for the homeowner. That's the only thing I want to know from any brokerage that I talk to. Buy, if they're trying to recruit us. They bypass do. the agent. Bypass the agent and say what's in it for the homeowner versus what's in it for the agent. Because yeah, don't, don't tell me about yeah. Don't tell me about how much penny stock I get. Don't tell me about. Um, don't even Keller Williams. Don't tell me about profit share. Don't tell me about those things. Tell me about why the homeowner wins when I walk in and right. sit down at that kitchen table. And that's table, great advice. Right? But I, I don't know if they do. Do do. I, I don't know if a Keller Williams agent or an EXP agent is going to go to a seller and talk about profit share or penny stock or. No, no, they're not. That's why it's of no value to you because if you don't get the listing because you have no value for the homeowner. It doesn't matter what your split is because that listing just went to a Berkshire Hathaway agent or it just went to a Remax agent or, you know what I'm saying? If you don't get the listing, it doesn't matter what your profit share is and what your, you know, oh your penny you. stock's okay. worth or whatever, right? If you go into these cloud-based companies and you look, at, you look at all of their literature, the one thing they never say is why it's better for the homeowner to go with, with somebody from their company as to the other. So, so, for, and I'm not saying this, I mean, Gary is, you know, we, we all know Gary Keller and we know, all know that he's been disruptive in the marketplace for sure. But this year, they're spending $52 million on research and development. If a company doesn't have extra money because they've given it all back to the agents because that's their only value, what technology are they going to be able to develop in the future? Yeah. If they have no money to do so. Yeah. I mean, if it shifts... <clears throat> Do you think that it would shift the value to the homeowner will shift, right, because of technology, meaning if technology shifts the real estate market, do you think it is going to shift in the terms of commission, right, in terms of having electronic lockboxes instead of a physical person, <laughs> things like that, uh, I, that would allow the agent no, to say, hey, I'll drop my commission by 50%. 
technology, that's the thing. Everybody thinks like technology is the great savior. It's actually a theme in movies. If you've ever studied like movies and stuff, it's sort of like 007 technology, the great savior. So there's this concept Americans, I think I'll have, or, or most realtors, I know you're global here, but this concept that technology and yes, I, I love Elon Musk and I, I'm, I'm Mr. Technology. I sold data networking for 10 years. I'm the biggest proponent of technology, but just because you have a QR code, right? QR codes would crack me up. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should, right? So your question is, will technology, I think that's the ultimate question. I think 10 years ago, Zillow started and they thought, hey, we're going to be able to replace these realtors. You've seen them evolve into saying, no, we need to work with them because they still need feet on the street because a house can still smell like smoke or cat pee because water pipes do burst because windows do screens get opened. Um, you know, ice damming happens, right? All of these things happen and that takes a human being you know, a realtor, a service. My suggestion is we are realtors. We're not going to, I mean, it, technology cannot replace me. I guarantee you that because I'm a human being. I'm the one that's going to have, uh, have it out with the tenant who won't let us show it for the next three days, right? Zillow can't do that. Electronic Locksbox can't do that. I can't go into some SimCity world and have somebody fix it for me in there. You know what I mean? Realtors will be here. It's a service. It's not a product. I can't say that enough. I mean, that's what I've learned. And here's the, other, here's the other thing, Pat, that I'd like to stress. We always talk about lead generation, lead generation, lead generation. But information is already out of the bag. Zillow has it. Realtor, everybody has the information. So for realtors to compete and continue to get their commissions, there has to be value. So in my perfect world, 90% of realtors would attend a a seminar called how to be the best negotiator in the room as opposed to how to get 60 listings in 60 days mm. because unless we unless we as realtors become better at our craft yes. we are going to eventually lose commissions because our value will be less i am so frustrated when there's a horrible negotiator on the other side. Not because <laughs> I don't win. Oh, it happens all the time, right? Right, right. And not because I don't win. It's because I worry about the industry because their, their client's experience isn't going to be great. Negotiations, buyer consultations, listing presentations, marketing ability, all those things. We have to be better at our craft. Otherwise, 6% commissions are going to go by the wayside. So, right. And, and, and part of the craft... Too Part of the craft is relationship, and, and I, just to continue, I apologize on the technology. The, the craft includes how do you deal with a grieving widow? How do you deal with a downsizing family whose parent, you know what I mean? How do you deal with murder-suicide? We're realtors. This stuff happens in our listings, right? And again, Zillow can't handle that. They're just a website. They're, they're literally an IP address somewhere. I know they say they're more, but in the end, they're an IP address, and that doesn't help the husband who just lost his wife and they have to, and they have to get rid of the house that she decorated for the last 10 years. That's what realtors are. That's why we're so special. That's why we're not going away. And I, I, I rest my case. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I appreciate the candid, you know, feedback. Certainly we've had people on the show. I've interviewed all the major technology companies uh, and companies like solo pro and, and mm -hmm. curb call and things like that, 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 plan on disrupting the the real estate game right and plan on and uh, disrupting everything that you just mentioned and i think at the end of the day you know only time will tell right you know uh, 10 right. years from now who knows what it'll look like but certainly if you have 
you know, SOI business and referral business, you're going to be, I don't want to say recession proof. That's not the right word. You're, you're going to have a shield around you that's going to protect you from disruption more than the average agent who's relying on uh, random leads off of the street. Right, because those random leads at any time could cost three times more. And they do. They, they cost do. 10 times more. They could cost 10 times more. And then what are you doing? Because you know what the re return on investment on an SOI lead is? Infinite. Because you didn't pay anything for it. Yes. So, so, so you need to get, and the only way to get those is to be a great realtor when you have that client in your car. That's, right. The, that's what we teach the, our the ones that Go ahead, Greg. The other, the, other, the other thing that these technology companies, and again, remember, I sold data networking for a Fortune 500 company, AT&T. I mean, I am Mr. Technology. I have 22 websites I built myself. I love technology. <laughs> But, so, I mean, and, and that's why I talk about QR codes. I saw that those were a little bit, they didn't fit in. They didn't make sense. But everybody put them on their business cards. And I'm like, why would you do that? You know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. These technology companies, um, they're, they're assuming that decision-making criteria of a home seller is based on one thing, perhaps. You know, um, boy, wouldn't it be, for example, uh, commissions. You even brought it up. Commissions, commissions, commissions. That's not why people always hire a realtor. It's not just commissions. They want relationship. They want safety. They want somebody that's done this before. It's like, do I go hire the cheapest attorney I can possibly find? And will that cheapest attorney run the world someday because I can just go online to an attorney? No, because it's a service-based, experience-based type of a industry. So if you can prove yourself to be the most experienced, most trustworthy, that means you're not charging junk fees and all that other stuff, person around people will flock to you and you will have more business than you can handle. And you'll have to grow a team and leverage and listen to this podcast to learn how to leverage and grow. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what the first thing someone does when you, when you sign the listing, they hand you the keys to the home, their family sleeps in. Nobody's doing that. If, if there's no trust, you could have the best marketing. You have every piece of technology. If you come across as a, a sleazy sales guy, you're not getting that listing because they're going to hand you the keys to the home, their family sleeps in. It's, it's that relationship because if, if it was only about commissions, then some discounter would take over the world. But it's not. It's about what you're providing. This, this is a, I mean, this has been said a zillion times, but this is most people's biggest asset. They don't know how to do this. They're concerned that they're doing this right. Come from education and contribution at the listing table and you'll, you'll win. And be concerned for these people. And, and it doesn't seem like the, the people on the internet are hawking, be the aggressive sales guy, take the world by storm, all that, all that ver, you know, verbato. They're, it's not what people want. They want someone to really help them sell their biggest asset. And we've gotten away from a discussion on that because we want to get 60 listings in 60 days or we, wa we want to get the Mozilla leads or something. That's our main job. That isn't our main job. Our main job is to help people with the big transition. And people have gotten away from that, and our team is not getting away from that. That's what we're doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, guys, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings with them a free gift, right? Something of value, something of utility that all of our listeners can download, print out, 
use on a daily basis in their business. We've collected all these things. We have tons of them in an agent toolbox, and we have things from all over the country, from all successful agents all over the, all over the world, really. So my question is, so what would you like to add uh, to our agent success toolbox today? Do, do, and do you mean like a, do you mean like, um, like an electronic business card? Like we have a solution there. That's pretty cool. Or do like a buyer's guide or do you mean like a, a verbal gift? I mean, what, I'm, buyer's I apologize. Guide would be great. Buyer's guide. That's awesome. So, so, well, for example, I think, I think what I'd rather do is throw out their electronic business cards. One of the questions, you know, that we, uh, we wanted to answer was, um, what we're real excited about from a technology standpoint. I think Business cards are fine, but electronic business cards are where, where we're at at this point. And um, we can kind of throw our example out there and, and put you in contact with somebody that can, can hook you up with, uh, and, you know, we don't get paid for this or anything, but it is. Yeah, it that's is what I was going to ask, of course. Have. Is this another stream of income added to your? No, no, no. It absolutely, it absolutely is <laughs> not. I know there's it's a coming from marketing for this, yeah. So is there really? Have... No, no. In fact, I apologize. Go ahead, Mike. No, our business card is not only obviously electronically, so it's automatically in your phone. You can search for houses off our business card. Wow. Okay, yeah, so send me that. And everything else. Send okay. me that and can send me your buyer's guide too, if you would, because I like to put something that's uh, downloadable that people can print out. Sure. Sure, we'll do Okay, that. for sure. That'd be awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Listen, I'm going to put all of this, everything we've talked about is going to be, are going to be in the show notes. And so this is the third time they've been on and uh, I love having them back. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this on uh, everything we talked about on hybendigital.com backslash EZ team three. That's hybendigital.com backslash EZ team three and also their uh, buyer guide and a link to their e-business card will be in the agent success toolbox guys awesome. listen this has been a blast as always i really appreciate uh, you coming on the show mike and greg best of luck to you if i'm ever out in the cleveland area since you're all over cleveland all over yeah ohio now ohio okay. yeah yep. <laughs> I will uh, look you up and uh, we can get together and break some bread. And guys, if you're looking to send a referral to anywhere in Cleveland, just reach out to these guys. They got 102 agents and they'll figure it out for you. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.